Welcome in to the PHNX Suns podcast brought to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Lindsay Smith here with Espo Saul and Gerald. Gentlemen, you like in Vegas so far? We just had the most Vegas start to the show. Oh <laughs> Two God. seconds before we go, oh, that's not right. From, <laughs> from the mustache behind the back. Weird full Vegas mode right this now. This last hour has been very, very intense <laughs> for whatever reason. And I feel I like everybody just sassy. Everybody today. needs to just jump their ass in the pool and get it over with. <laughs> Gerald? You good? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. Joe's like, I'm just not going to say like, anything. I just really don't want to be here right now. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything. I need a morning beer or something. <laughs> well, thankfully, you are in the right place for that, I Gerald. have a morning beer. There Thanks you to go. our friends at Four Peaks. Hey, yo. Look at this light citrus ale. Oh, yeah. wow. wow. This is a really sexy. cool can. It's really it's cool. It's very vintage. It's like a, almost like a white claw, but uh, sexier. Yeah. yeah. Have you drank it yet? I have. Is it a beer? Or but is it a seltzer? But our friend from from DMVR, I was going to let you drink it. Uh, Adam Mares has probably drank like fifteen of these. Is it a beer or a seltzer? Uh, it's a beer. Okay. It's a beer. It's a it's a lighter beer. It's only it says it's ninety calories. I know ninety five because I need to lose some weight. Wait, we're letting him get in on our beer stash. Didn't we force them to bring their own from Denver? <laughs> we Apparently we are not. sharing. All right, all right, we'll share the beer. Uh, we share four peaks with everyone, with you guys, with DMVR, with CHGO. Uh, if you want to pick up some four peaks, head on over and do that. Just make sure you're 21 or older and enjoy responsibly. All right, gentlemen. Man, this I'm is getting, tasty. I'm getting breaking news. Oh. Uh, even though our producer can't talk to us in my headset and I'm acting, but I'm getting breaking news. Okay. The move we've been waiting for happened. A Sun Center is now in Atlanta. Oh, oh gosh. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, wow. signed, signed an offer sheet. Which was about the max that he could get. Uh-huh. Frank Kaminsky is <laughs> on a veteran minimum to the Atlanta Hawks. No, Frank! Shut down the cove, baby. It's Look official. Lindsay's face. My, She's so mad about this. My dreams are dead. I mean, I am a little bummed. Like. Oh, I meant his intro. His oh. <laughs> no, I was bummed about Frank. I would have loved to have Frank back for another season oh, yeah. and actually see him play. I think we're all bummed about Frank. He was as soon as he was cut, the vibes kind of changed in the Suns locker room a little bit. They it were did. immaculate with him, and they weren't the same ever since he left. I mean, I depending Gerald on who everybody they... into, we're all a little bummed. Hey, I'm just saying, depending <laughs> on who mouth, you ask. Man. When have I ever been bummed about Frank Kaminsky not being on the team? You should be bummed about Frank uh, Kaminsky not being on. Breaking U of A guy is not upset. That I've Frank never been gone. upset. <laughs> I am. Uh, I'm going on a dragon bender tonight in Vegas. <laughs> I'm going to forget this. But I'm uh, hey, there he is. Oh, no. All right. Well, shall we get into the, <laughs> go. the dad the jokes show? travel, gentlemen? <laughs> so according to our friend Brian Windhorse, who has been very busy over the last handful of weeks, today, right now, the Suns are not offering four picks for Kevin Durant. Are you surprised at this? No. It's hey, Listen, the... I mean, the Nets have tried to one-up the entire league and say, hey, we want everybody, including your your past greats, in this trade, right? And it's just not going to happen. KD's 34, and yes, he's a generational scorer. He's one of the greatest scorers of all time. I get that. But at the same time, like, whatever team is trading for KD can't sacrifice so many assets that basically you're just – 
swapping one player for four and you still are in the same position you were before. It's about improving your team to some degree, so um, I, I'm okay with this. I just feel like this is all leveraging. This is all leveraging. Give them all their picks. Give them Indiana's picks. Give them all my ex-girlfriends. Give them Alvin Adams. Give them Charles Barkley. I thought you didn't have any ex-girlfriends. It was only like one ex-girlfriend, dude. <laughs> Sorry, yes, Sorry, oh, I one of them. I did wake up real spicy today. Give them all my ex-girlfriends. Hi, Sarah. I didn't, I didn't say they were high value. <laughs> Sorry. I didn't guys. say they were high value in the trade. He's already hurting today. <laughs> Let him have that. Jeez. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This I'm going to is... give him Lindsay without any return. <laughs> oh, I don't even need no. cash considerations at this point. Brooklyn, uh, you can have her. What, what, what's, what are, uh, what's a Brooklyn um, thing? PHNX, B- what are you doing for Brooklyn? Oh. BKNL. Whatever they had That sounds fun. I could do that. No, we're not giving you a show. You're just no. going there yeah. to do something else. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh okay. So this is just not a way actual train. You're going to spin a cardboard sign out yeah, there to point know. everybody to the arena. Whatever. Yeah, You're the new small forward for the Brooklyn Nets. Enjoy it. I'm a winner, chick. But anyways, I would give... At this point, yes, they're negotiating against themselves, I think, if they up their offer. So I understand that they haven't gone to four picks yet because it sounds like nobody's come anywhere near Brooklyn's demands. But at the end of the day, where you're sitting, you have to make a move for KD if it's there for you. Because, and we'll talk about it shortly, all signs point to DeAndre Ayton isn't going to be back. So this is your path to get better. Free agency's dried up for the most part. You know, and and there's no other big fish that you're trading for. I think we're at a point where it's KD or bust. This this feels like another Nets attempt at leverage again. Like, Agreed. oh, the Suns definitely aren't offering for first round picks. Like, will somebody else do it? Yeah, it, it, it's very transparent at this point what's happening, and I'm just. And if they're not offering for first round picks, then James Jones is playing the long game because he still has a, a level that he can increase it mm-hmm. to when these talks continue to go nowhere which hopefully that is what's actually happening right like if you throw out four picks and maybe you hold a player back then you can say okay maybe this gives me leverage to hang on to Mikel and add in an additional pick or a couple swaps in there as well and maybe that's enough to get the deal done because everything we've put together has the maximum amount of picks the maximum amount of swaps and really solid players and if the Suns are actually offering that to Brooklyn and they're saying no then it's almost like okay Maybe you need to lower your expectations over there. <laughs> Look, it, it's it's a Vegas type situation here, right? You pull up to the the poker table, and you got the guy that you can tell is kind of a novice at the table that uh, isn't very good at bluffing. That's the Nets right now. Mm-hmm. Then you got the guy that's got the sunglasses on. He's got the bracelet from the World Series of Poker, and he ain't blinking. That's James Jones right now. Like I feel like the Nets are going to, are trying to throw out anything they can to get leverage from either the Suns or any other team that's interested in KD, and and James isn't biting on it at this moment. At some point, there will come a moment where it's the Nets are going to say, this is what we actually need to get this done, and James Jones is going to have to decide, is that a bridge too far? 
or bridges too far, depending on how you take it. But um, <laughs> this guy, dad jokes definitely traveled. Two. two in the first five minutes. <laughs> hey, Holy crap! Going for a summer league record. All right, I'm, I'm Archie Goodwin. I've just got a uh, packed a stat sheet on summer league games so. because it is Kevin Durant, like we're talking about here, and he's a phenomenal player. But also, you have to take into consideration all the other aspects, right? Like his age and all those things, and your future as a team, and where you see. That kind of going, because you can't, as much as James Jones is in win-now mode, he can't ignore the next five or six years either. You have to take that into consideration at least a little bit. Yeah, you do. I mean, it's kind of hard for me to say that, knowing that he doesn't value the draft at all. Uh, so sacrificing those picks, I feel like in his estimation, doesn't mean that much to him compared to other GMs. But at the same time, like that's how you... That's how you go through a decade of, you know, tragic play. And we've seen that before. And, and, the, and the reason we've seen it before is completely different. We just missed on a lot of picks. Yeah. But this – he just doesn't value them. So does it really matter if we give up four? Shit, if it doesn't matter if we give up ten. In his estimation, it might not. Could this be James Jones' blind spot, though? Because think about the teams he was on, right? He was with LeBron. What did they do when – when it became problematic that those draft picks weren't there and that you couldn't reload a team, they just moved on to the next one, right? So they go from Cleveland to Miami, uh, cl- back to Cleveland when the situation is better. Could it just be a blind spot that he has because the situations he's been in, those teams were built a particular way, and you weren't looking five years down the line. You were looking one or two years, and before the going got bad, they got out. Yeah, but they also won titles before they got out. I get that. So. And, but that's the question here. Are, if you win a t- one or two titles and then you have five or six bad years because yes. you've done that, a is it worth percent. it? A million hundred, percent. Yeah. yeah. And, but that's the problem. I think some people are are not looking at it that way because they're just like, well, it's the Suns. What, you know, what, are we really going to win one in the next two? We need, we need the future because we've been so trained to look for the damn future here, but the present is the best opportunity. I, I think if the Suns team as it sits right now, if you brought everybody from last year's Suns back, and I know some guys are already gone, but let's just, let's just play this game. If you brought that same team back, I think they're a 50 to 55 win team because I think the West has gotten significantly better yep. um, since the end of the season. So what you're saying to me is, is like, is that team good enough to win a championship as is? I think they're close, but they're still missing a key piece or two. So what you're hoping for is, is by switching over and getting rid of some key assets and probably Cam, uh, Cam Mikhail, and DA and getting KD, are they a significantly better team than they were the year before? Yes. Yes, that's a lot. Think, of, that's a lot of holes to fill, though. I think regular season, no playoffs. You have a higher ceiling if you have a big three of Book, CP3, I, and KD. I don't give a shit if you win forty-four games next year, sneak into that play-in, and then you run the table in the playoffs. Win the damn title. We've we've been good here before. We've been borderline great in Phoenix before, but they've never been the best team. They have never finished the job, and that's all I care about. Get there. I don't care what you look like three, four, five years down the line. I care what you look like next year. If you believe your window's open, kick it fucking in right now and win the damn thing. I, it just to me, it's it's going to just depend on who who surrounds surrounds those three, because it's really two and a half. Let's be real. Like CP three is is kind of a half in this in this measure because he's going to give you a good fourth quarter, hopefully. That's what everybody's banking on. And the first three quarters, he's just pacing himself, right? So KD and Book have kind of basically got to carry the whole load. 
And can they do that an entire season? KD, you know, obviously has been injury prone as well. He's not been, you know, escaped from that. So do you really believe that in the playoffs, those three can carry you to a title when you have to go up against, let's just say, a Clippers team with Kawhi, PG, um, and some other pieces that they have, or the Warriors, you know, and their depth? You know what I mean? Like, those are the teams. Hell, and I know I hate to say this, but let's just say, for shits and giggles, the Lakers did get Kyrie, and they got on from Westbrook. You know, they got some good pieces, too, if AD was magically healthy for the playoffs. So everybody's gotten significantly better. Does that does KD coming into the, the fold not create other holes to where you can't match up with those guys in the playoffs? I think it depends on how much you give up. Yeah, if they keep Mikhail, I will say this: if they keep, if Mikhail, they keep Mikhail, that's, that's fantastic. They're the favorites. Right. They're the favorites if they keep Mikhail. But if, if they you don't get rid keep of Mikhail, DA Cam and Mikhail, depending on depending on who you get back or who you can find to plug those holes in, it's you, tough. You have to keep Cam or Mikhail. One of the two, I think so too. I think you have to keep Mikhail. I I really do because you don't really need Cam and his outside shooting if you have KD. Mikhail can do a little bit. He's, he's the slasher. He can he can do a few other things. He's he's building his mid range game. He's getting better and better. So you're hoping that he takes that next step because he doesn't have as much pressure on him as he has the last two seasons to be maybe that third or fourth scorer like he did. Now that's alleviated. You have three bona fide scores plus Mikhail. I think that gives you enough to get a championship, provided that you can even find somebody uh, you know that could just be serviceable down low. It doesn't even have to be a, an amazing player like a Clint Capella type or whatever. Like just serviceable, where you know you're you're at least a threat down low right. to, to block a shot or two or something. Kevin Durant would become the best player, most talented player in franchise history. Yes, mm-hmm. the second he got here. Yes, yeah. he's still a top five talent in the NBA. Yes. Mm-hmm. I don't care if you put the four of us as a bench unit with that team. Their chances are better to win a championship than if they stay where they're right at. Now. If all four of us were on that team, we wouldn't win more than 15 games all season. I mean, I feel so. like that's high. I'm, yeah, if we won a single game, I didn't, that would be phenomenal. I, but that's but that's what Espo's point we're is. We play major minutes. 15 like, games. Like, we need 14. Those three we guys would have to play three on five basically the entire game. We went through game. a season where they barely scratched 19 just a few <laughs> years ago. Y'all think we could get 15? I mean, Saul won. Yesterday. Hold on. I did win pig yesterday. <laughs> I'm not saying we'd play major minutes. We'd be the 11th through 15th people on the roster. Okay, but, and all I'm bro, saying I'm not going is up if against there were, Wainwright in practice. If there were four no, roster spots available and we filled them, that'd be rough. Oh I'd say God. this. I could get one rebound. I could just imagine like Wainwright. Lindsay passing me the ball and I'm what? like, <laughs> I could get what? one I could get one rebound against Ish, Ish Wainwright. No, Bullshit. Yes, I could. No, you can't. Yes, I could. Not even a Did you bit. throw it off the backboard to no, yourself? Did you sweep his leg? <laughs> I didn't say how I was going to get it. I just said I could. There's no way. Oh, my God. So, anyway, back to Kevin Durant. You're that guy. You're that guy that thinks that they could compete with somebody <laughs> no, like no, an NBA. You're both that guy. Hold on. No, no I, I'm that guy, too. I a million percent have never said that I could go out there and ball with NBA players. I am not. Never. I am not Ever. Sean sure. No, I am not Back Sean Back in my DePaul. day, I could hold my own, but not right now. I'm not stupid. I didn't say I'm 42 years old. I got two bum ass knees, and I'm overweight. There's no fucking way. I didn't say I could. I could play. I said I could get a rebound. That's different. I'm not. I'm not making a basket. I'm not doing it. I could get one this rebound. This Wainwright would put you through a wall, boxing you out. What are you talking about? All right. So <laughs> kill my Vegas confidence. <laughs> The other report that came out around Kevin Durant and Mm -hmm. what was being offered or what was being asked for comes from Crispy Haynes and Vince Goodwill. 
They uh, reported the Brooklyn Nets asked the Minnesota Timberwolves for Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and four draft picks in exchange for Kevin Durant. The Timberwolves declined respectfully. It's ridiculous. This is so transparent that like the Nets are trying to reestablish leverage. Like this is ridiculous. And yeah, of course the Timberwolves would decline something like that. They're not going to give up their two franchise stars for a 34-year-old Kevin Durant plus five first-round picks or four. Like that's ridiculous. It's so stupid. Like I, I just I see all these different reports and it's very evident what the Nets are trying to do. And I get it. Like any good GM would try to do the same salvage a situation that's now out of your control. But it's like really funny the reports we're getting. Mm-hmm. I've been sitting in here, you know, I've been off the show for the last four or five days. I put out something about um, the the our big three, or not the big three, but the, the three Cam, DA, and Mikhail, and then five picks. And Brooklyn Nets fans were really in my mentions talking about this dude's high, he's stupid, there's no way, that's that's a that's a low ball offer for even the Nets and for KD. I'm like, bro, what are you talking about? Like, seriously, I even had Chad Johnson Jr. try to call me out on social. That's why he goes that's to ASU, funny. he's not educated, wow. okay? okay? Understand wow. when you come. You of A grad, okay. <laughs> it's, come on. No. Come on. No. 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 I'm not come coming on, on anywhere, no. No, no. He said, no. absolutely no. So you think that that's not, you think the Suns should give up more than? No, I'm saying. We're talking about ASU, U of A. Oh, yeah, we're talking about the ASU. Oh, no, I'm I'm saying if you're agreeing with him, then you're agreeing with that. No, no, no. No, just the slander for people going to USA, or USA, ASU. (laughs) See, it just backs up my point. (laughs) Listen, I'm just really damn tired, okay? Caspo, why do you always sell me out when I talk to U of A, ASU? I have a a wife that went to ASU. I'd like to be able to go home and have my shit not on the lawn. Where did you go? Oh I did a three-year stint in Tucson, and I got out. That's three, what I did. You didn't go to jail, you Anyway, dick. <laughs> go back to the original thought process. Uh-huh. There's Your no Twitter. way. Anthony Edwards is a phenomenal talent. Like, he's going to be a top 10 player in this league. You don't give that up for Kevin Durant at 34. You just don't. Look, Brooklyn's a place where they will pay three to $4,000 a month for an 800-square-foot apartment, right? They overvalue things. They're overvaluing KD right now and what they're asking for. Is that three? Does that count as three? That's not a dad joke. That's just just facts. I feel like it counts. It's facts. Judges, Shane. (laughs) (laughs) Says the man wearing New Balance sneakers. Anyway, look. (laughs) <laughs> okay. Everybody woke up so Look, spicy in I Vegas. Know, did. did you guys go to just, a Bloody Mary bar or no, some shit before I, I woke No, I've up? slept three and a half hours. Because yeah, because I, see how the time like, gets shorter and shorter every does. time he talks about his sleep? I slept <laughs> negative three hours last night. I, I am suffering here. Now, look, I, at, at some point, this is just Sean Marks uh, trying to salvage his job there. Mm. He's made bad deals. He's trying to overinflate the price here because he knows it's his ass on the line. So of course he's going to do this. I I don't hold it against him, but it's it's very very obvious what's going on here. Mm-hmm. You you want a visual representation of what's going on in Brooklyn? Oh boy, I'm so wanna... excited for this. Every time I see these reports, this is what I think of. It's over, Brooklyn. I have the high ground. And then we got Sean Mark. Okay, what are we doing here? Okay. <laughs> I didn't even get to finish reading it, Shane. Can, can you put that other one back up that I gave you? <laughs> Nerds! 
Wow. Uh, I heard Let that Gerald very... have his moment, you guys. <laughs> this is how I know. They woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Don't say I, woke they. Up I didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, I didn't either, technically. Uh, Espo just woke up spicy today. I, I woke up in the same room as Shane Diefenbach. That was enough, all right? Well, now I don't even want to finish it. It's done. It's over. Oh. You ruined it. Now I'm, spa- now I'm like spicy today. I'm pissed off. You've done it. You've done it, Espo. You pissed off you Gerald. You made me angry. Congratulations. Victory! Do you feel good about yourself? No. All right, we're going to start this one over. No, we're not. We're moving on. <laughs> but nobody is listening to this Listen, on audio. We'll have it was a Star Wars, Wars meme on. that I made no, and was proud of, and now it's ruined. Nobody That's comes in between Gerald and his Star Wars memes. No. Nobody. Here, no. I'll, I'll read it. No, you uh, won't. Star no. Wars, Star Wars, no, Star Wars, nerd. All right, continue. <laughs> anyway, if you'd like to see the tweet, it's on Gerald's Twitter account, mm-hmm. at Gerald Borgay. Um, if you are a Star Wars fan, it is pretty clever. Okay, let's move right on along. DeAndre Ayton. We've talked about DA quite a bit. We're not really sure what's going on. On Wednesday, Gambo said that he believes we are close to a resolution on DeAndre and maybe even by tomorrow, meaning yesterday, Thursday. Indiana has the cap space, and I've heard rumblings of them signing him to an offer sheet. I've also heard Toronto has some interest, but I don't know to what level. So obviously we didn't hear anything yesterday as far as the Indiana offer sheet situation goes. But there's a good possibility some things will go down this weekend. Everyone's kind of congregated here in Vegas. Players are coming in. They're coming out. Sometimes not even to be seen, but to just meet with people. How do you guys kind of feel about this situation with DA? I think it's – I don't think there's anything there, to be honest with you. I don't think DA wants to go to Indiana. You keep say, saying because if he did, he would have signed the offer sheet already. They haven't offered it to him. They well, can't because I, I, they don't. I don't. Have, I don't they th- don't have the cap space to do it till the ninth. Based I, on I also feel on. like you know this. This is part of DA understanding what the situation is, and it could put him in a better situation. Listen, Brooklyn's a better place to live than Indiana. Brooklyn period. doesn't want. But if Brooklyn, that's yeah. fine. But maybe there's another Atlanta. We've heard other other rumblings. San Antonio, Atlanta any has their city center, has their center now. Besides Indiana, would be better. Did you say Atlanta has their center now because they have Frank? <laughs> yes, Damn it, Espo. They're good. Uh, look, I'm interested to see what happens tomorrow because that's when the Brogdon trade becomes official. That's when the Pacers officially have the cap space to offer him an offer sheet. So I don't know. We'll see. I This could throw a wrench in the plans. It doesn't completely kill a Kevin Durant trade, but it really makes it more difficult because DA's outgoing salary, you would need him to be going to a third team to make it work, to get a third team involved and send more assets to Brooklyn. Because if they don't like what the Suns are offering, that's tough. And if you want to keep McHale, there's no way you're doing that if if, if you're making a Kevin Durant trade and DA signs that offer sheet. like it's If DA signs the offer sheet, does that basically kill the KD trade? I no, don't know. not, not entirely. Not com- I know not completely, but it really hurts it in terms of your ability to keep McHale in any KD trade. Like That dream is pretty much dead at that point. So yeah. if you're the Suns, you should, you, you're should you going to have to match it, right? Well, if you match it, you can't trade DA till December. But if you don't match it, you let him go for nothing, which is worse. So I think... If you're the Suns, you have to mount it yeah. and just sit on him until you're able to actually move but, him and hope that something that prevent, is available. Does that prevent the Suns from being able to get KD even if they match it? Like money-wise, you're yeah. saying? No, you can still make make a deal, but to That's the best-case scenario, though, it's in my mind. Uh, I, at this point, if, if if DA goes to the to the point of signing the off sheet and not even giving an opportunity for a sign-in trade, at that point, I'm out. You're out like, on what? On DA. 
because at that point he said, I'm not even going to take the step to try to help you guys to go to a place I want. I'm telling you, F you, I've signed this. I'm or, not even giving you the option to discuss a sign and trade. Or in his mind, he's like, I'm giving you guys a week and a half to try and figure this out. And you didn't. So I'm going to sign my offer sheet so, and move on with my life. So I say have fun in Indiana. With no assets coming back I in say, return. I say have fun in Indiana. I'm calling I'm calling your bluff. And then if you don't and then if you don't get KD, you are completely absolutely effed. We're already at that point where if you you don't get KD, you're effed. What's the safe move? The safe move is to match the offer sheet. You can't let your number one pick just walk out the door for nothing in return. You made that decision as a possibility last summer when you didn't (sighs) didn't make a move to get that. But 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 you still can't do it. But that's just – that would be that's an all-time like, sense. asset management, really bad decision-making because if you let him walk for nothing, you're not freeing up like cap space. You're already over not. the cap. So you can't go out and re-sign a free agent with that money that you're not spending on him. It, that, that would make no sense to me. What? You have to match if someone gives him an offer sheet. I'm getting to the point where I'm convinced there is no plan B. That plan A is, is Kevin Durant and there is no plan B at this point for what they're doing. Dude, I, I will say this right now. If that were to happen, everybody in that front office would lose their job in the next year or two. I don't know. That and, the and, and the reputation of this franchise would absolutely go way past what we even know it to be right now. And yet it would, wouldn't even make it in probably the top five or ten worst things that have happened in the last decade around this franchise. Like it wouldn't shock me. If if they make that kind of move, if that is happened, it, is it this, bad this franchise yeah, would it's... absolutely go back to to the media mediocre days of, of old. Is exactly where you would be. I, I'm con- Chris Paul, Devin Booker included. It wouldn't matter. I'm just I'm really concerned at this point that they're so focused on the KD thing that there is no other plan. There is no other path. That that, that it's get these three guys and that's how how we win. We heard the the mentality is win now. Win a championship now. Right. He went out of his way to make that very clear uh, in those comments in that article. And I feel like the view is, the tunnel vision is, KD is that path to a title. Well, yeah, but like if you have a chance to trade for KD and KD says he wants to come here, what other choice do you have? Like you can't just like, oh, well, we maybe we can get Thanks KD. Thanks for wanting to come. But, but... but we should really address our mid-level before these guys get eaten up like you have they they are putting all their eggs in this basket but it's the best basket that's out there like you, you know what's so funny arguing you know what's so that. funny right. is is that being here in this house uh with the dmvr guys and the chgo guys and gerald and i kind of heard this a little bit yesterday everybody kept asking why do you guys hate da why do you guys hate da and i'm like i we don't i just half the fan base doesn't like them and the other half does some people see the value. But we already know don't. the answer to that, and 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 they're just so baffled by it because they see they see a, a, a solid player in a top five or ten center in this league. Um, I don't feel like you know this conversation alone. Like you're going to let that guy just walk out the door with no, nothing in return. You're not. You're absolutely I know, not. I know. It and is, it, honestly, like I'm not trying to be a jerk, but honestly, if you genuinely think the Suns are just going to let him walk, I feel like. You need to take a walk. You need to take a walk and breathe and really work through your thoughts I, I, because there's no way in hell. I said there's I, no way. I said that if if he if Kate or excuse me if Da simply outright signs an offer sheet from a team, at that point I feel like that's the nuclear option from him. That's him saying to the organization. Fuck you. He's got to take care of himself. Right. This but, isn't like, oh, I'm going to look out for okay, you, even though from day one you didn't want to give I me like what I want. So if you, right? If you say, 
I'll, he's got to take care. It's what's a business. The difference? If, if the Pacers put that offer sheet in front of him, he says, yeah, take a day or two and negotiate with the Suns on a sign and trade. And if they don't come up with anything, I'll sign it then. Like, what's the harm? In, I'm saying if he signs it the second they put it down in front of him, that's the nuclear option for him. I because mean, he, he handcuffs the Suns at that point, and then then they have to basically decide – do, do we sign him, keep a guy that doesn't want to be here and have to sit with him uh, until, I believe it's January 15th. Uh, uh, say, so say Jay, my lawyer in the chat, went through the CBA uh, uh, provisions, and I believe it's January 15th. Did they move the date back? No, I think it's yeah. December 15th, right? Or is no, it it's usually sure. December 15th. Yeah. But. So, but anyways, you have to sit with him there until then. And, and at that point, if you, if you were prepared to move on from him, and it's, everything feels like they're really prepared to move on from him, right? Now you're just sitting there and having to go two months with a lame duck, you know, three months with him, and and then him knowing you didn't really want him, you knowing you really don't want him there. What what good does that do? As a franchise, you know what's what's up and coming. You know, like the potential that is out there. You try, you, like James Jones, this entire time has been trying to make moves and trying to get a deal done for KD this entire time. By the time you know the finish line is there, and K, and DA's like nothing's happening over here. Maybe I haven't heard anything. I've got an offer right here. I can't sit here and play make-believe with what the fuck you're trying to do as a franchise. I got to take care of my own money and sign that contract. And then if you match it, you match it. If you don't, you don't. Like, it's a business decision. James Jones knows that. And James Jones as a player knows that for sure. He understands you don't play with people's money. And if he doesn't want to offer him the, the max extension and somebody else does, he knows Okay, I have a deadline. I have, what, 24, 48 hours to match or let him walk out the door for free. There's no way James Jones has not prepared for this. If he walks out the door for free, that means that KD is absolutely coming. If KD doesn't come, James Jones is not going to be the GM of this franchise for another year. And, and I think there's concern about, okay, if, you, if he signs an offer sheet and you max and bring him back, what's the chemistry going to be like knowing that at their first opportunity they're probably going to try to trade him because maybe that relationship – is broken. I say both parties have incentive to just stick it out for those two to three months until he's trade eligible and figure things out. Because for DA, if he signs an offer sheet and the Suns match, he can't be traded to that team for a year. So that takes one more future DA suitor off the board for the foreseeable future. And then he has incentive to play well because you look at his marketplace for this summer, it hasn't been great. There hasn't been a ton of interest what's, in him. What's his incentive? So he has though, to play well. He's got uh, he's got the max contract for four years. He was looking for. There's no incentive at that point. Right, but for if those he wants, months. but I'm saying if you're you're talking about if this relationship is broken and he wants out and he takes this nuclear option, like he really wants out. Okay, you still have to play well. Otherwise, teams aren't going to trade for you on that contract I that just, one team signed you to. Like just, you have such a thin margin for error with where CP3 is in his career. Uh, you know, like, and if you believe that now's the window, you can't sacrifice three months uh, in that. You can't th – this team was predicated on chemistry for the but most part. But you can't let a top 5, 10 talent at his position walk out for nothing. That's just terrible – that's terrible decision making. It's, it's bad business. It's hey, bad business. I, it's bad business. I I would not be shocked if bad business goes down. Is where I'm at at this point with the way all this is playing out and the way it has played out. The things we've heard. Yeah, but I also like. I don't know. I don't see Da actually doing that. 
I just don't. I feel like they're going to figure it out. They're going to get a KD trade that involves DA figured out, and this is going to be a needless conversation. I am simply at the point where just get something done. I am sick of having the same damn conversation about the same hypotheticals uh, that we've had to had to sit here and do. Something's going to move this weekend. DA or KD, something's going to break loose this weekend uh, because too much is standing still in the market right now between DA uh, and KD. Something's going to happen. Something's going to shake loose. That's what you know what you need. I can guarantee you what's not going to happen. What? Him eating OGs? Uh, Espo oh, needs some OGs. <laughs> he needs some OGs. Espo needs some OGs desperately Bro. right now. My, my yeah. prediction. And you my, need some Miles, Indica, not Sativa, like you said yesterday. Miles, yes, I Sativa gets you hyped up. I indica. indica brings you down. I, I'm, I'm saying this. Miles Turner will, will be a Phoenix part Sun? of the Phoenix Suns by the end of the weekend. What about KD? I don't think KD gets done yet, but I think by the end of the weekend. Do you think KD DA's will in, at all? I don't know yet. Probably, but. By the end of the weekend, DA's in, in Indy, Miles Turner's here. That's my guess. Okay. Well, we need to pull out the well, the stash well. of OGs that we brought here with us. <laughs> Did you guys? All some four peaks as well. Because um, you need to pop one of their limited edition, <laughs> a limited edition seasonal flavors, the pina colada. I fucked that up yesterday. It's a perfect pineapple that. and creamy coconut blend. You do your best, but We Actually, all do. That's really all we could do. Jay in the chat said a snake draft would be crazy right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out OGs online at OGsBrands.com and on Instagram at OGsBrands. You can also find their products at your local dispensary. Must be 21 years or older to purchase. Okay, guys, let's pretend that we had just... Oh! Oh! Look at that <laughs> curbside you. service! You're so kind. <laughs> look at that! He's like the Sean of this go. house. Look Thank you. I'm less nervous that all the DMV. I look go now. I'm going to be nice now. to you guys because I got a good little surprise. Look at that. Um, let's pretend that we all just took an OGs, right? And now we're just in this like, you know, sometimes pretend. You, <laughs> well, for you guys, uh, you know, sometimes. When you take an edible or you're indulging in some THC items, Where's this your brain just starts to go and wander and you mm-hmm. create these hypothetical universes and timelines and pathways and whatnot. So let's just say, because there's this tweet from Mike here, and he asked Espo, how did things go from we just need to upgrade the backup point guard situation to trade everything for Kevin Durant? So what were all of the little points in the timeline that got us to this point now? There is no point for me. I've been on this trace since day one. <laughs> I created this train. Oh, did Let's you? Let's be real. You, and the reason, you. you know the reason Flex why? Flex created no, 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 this no, no, no. train. Flex put out that tweet, and from that moment, from that moment, I've been on the KD train. And if we go back and look at the tape, you know this to be true. Espo okay. just got on the train last week. Like, he just There's learned no that options. there was a train. There's no you know other I mean? options. He was so anti-KD that this was never going to happen. This was never going to come to fruition. And then look at us. Look at us right now. We're in this ball game. Look at us. It's Who'd beautiful. It's Who'd that or I'm tied Who'd to the tracks. Like, there's no, there's no option. So that's here. how I got from one point to another. I didn't give a shit about a point backup point guard uh, at that point. Once Flex hit that, I was like, it's either two names. It's either KD or LeBron. I felt like since Flex was in Brooklyn. It's probably KD. Boom. Okay, so when you 
I wanted you to be more creative with it, to be honest. Well, I didn't have that diagram with the arrows. And like, all like that. I, I wanted job. you to just be like I real crazy. I don't go full conspiracy theory. I just go for direct. This is the conspiracy guy. <laughs> Look. So how did we get here, Espo? So, so when you when you own a house you like, but from time to time you go to you go look at model homes, right? You, you got a nice eighteen hundred square foot home. You got a nice little backyard. You got everything, but then you go look at the thirty five hundred square foot place. You know, it's nice. It's set up well. You realize, hey, I got enough money in the bank. It'll be tight, but I can make this work. Mm-hmm. And then you go back home to the eighteen hundred square foot house, and you're looking around, and you're like. Well, this is tiny. This that's sucks. A little, that's a little dingier than I remember it. I, I gotta go get that house. Yeah. Like I, I, I like that a lot more. That's KD. It's kind of, it's we kind of, all were happy. We were like, get a backup point guard. Uh, you know, f- fix around the edges. I think we can make another run. They won sixty four games. We could, we could still beat uh, beat that the Western Conference. We can do this. I love that analogy. I think it's more, uh, it's more apt if you said like, I don't know. You had a fridge that was kind of starting to break down, so you started to look at new fridges, and then you went to that model home. You're like, "Oh shit!" Instead of just replacing the fridge, which would be the backup point guard, we could just replace, we could just the, replace whole the whole house. fucking house. Let's go! I love look, this. Look, and that's that's kind of <laughs> how I think we got here because you go through one day, the original. Gerald, one day, I, I don't. I don't believe. I, I don't believe that Katie's really interested in the Suns. Is kind of where people started and then they start to buy into the idea and it starts to snowball and now and i said this three weeks ago at some point you hit a a point where if you don't get kevin durant everything else feels like a disappointment everything else feels like you wasted all this time and you you didn't get enough to to make something happen like standing pat now even feels disappointing because you've had this big dream of I we're getting Kevin Durant. We're getting a top five player in the NBA to to play next to Devin Booker. And then you go, well, shit, that's not happening. Where are they now? And then you start to go. The confidence is gone. You go, well, maybe they're five, six, seven seed in the West, depending on how it plays out. I'm not going that way at all. (laughs) But if you don't have DA, well, yeah, if you don't have DA. But again, they're not. If they're not getting Kevin Durant, they're not getting rid of DA unless it's in a sign and trade that brings a center back. Like I would feel like people need to, if Kevin Durant doesn't work out brace for the possibility that you're just running it back and that's okay. Like we were talking to our DNVR and CHGO people here yesterday and they were saying, they were asking like, why is there so much panic going on? You guys like flamed out in the playoffs. Yes. But you guys won 64 games. You were the best team in the NBA all season long, like running it back with that group and getting improvements from book, from Mikhail, from Cam Johnson, from DA, wouldn't be the end of the world if you can mend those bridges. Obviously, KD is what you gun for. If you have a shot at getting a top five player who can be the best player on the court in a playoff series, you do that because we saw what happens when it's just Book and CP3 in the playoffs last year and they didn't get the help they needed. But like, if they run it back with that group, that's not the end of the world. I think the thing is, is that because we haven't been here in such a long time, we are so afraid to let it go. Mm-hmm. And we're all right there. We're on the doorstep that it's also like if we don't get to the finish line before this, whatever, how long this lasts, lasts mm-hmm. we're all going to be like completely devastated. And I think that's the biggest difference, right? Mm-hmm. When you've been there and you've done that for multiple years in a row or you've had this great championship run, you don't feel as desperate if you will like this like we are 
because we're like, we just need one, right? Mm. We'll trade away any and everything just to get one. I feel like it's a beer goggle situation. We've had beer goggles on the last few years, and I'm concerned that we're waking next up, waking up next to somebody next year that oh God. that we don't recognize from the night before. All right, I hate that announcement. That we yeah, that's should, gross. That we're like, wow. All right. Well, I'm just. <laughs> this is what women experience with me in college. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh, you know? so, anyway, I, I, yes, I got the groan. That's all I was looking for today. Uh, my job's done. This man came in here just sowing chaos. Left I, mean, right. I, mean, I mean, but there, there is something to that logic, though. Like, I do feel like there's, there's, uh, maybe, maybe there's a little bit of paranoia out there that, like. We haven't seen some of these teams at full strength. How good are we in comparison? Yeah. Is this real? Like, is this sustainable? The sixty-four game, uh, the sixty-four wins, kind of almost enhanced that that paranoia because of how we flopped in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so, I, I I do see where you're coming from with that mindset. At the same time, I'm like, you do have to trust what you built. Yeah. And I think that the Suns have built a very very good team, a team that can win a championship. Who knows? Um, but if you have an opportunity to get a generational talent, if you don't have to give up the entire roster outside of Devin Booker, then I say, okay, maybe that gets you a little bit closer. And and the biggest difference between KD and the and the three guys, let's just say we did lose DA, Mikhail, and Cam, is that in the playoffs, like you guys have said, we have seen Kevin Durant just go on some insane heaters mm-hmm. um unlike we've ever seen hell he damn near beat the the milwaukee bucks by himself uh you know it just the the year that the suns played him in the uh, finals so um maybe that's the difference but you're but you're hoping that nothing gets in the way of that like injury or age um so so it's a, it's a gamble but it's a gamble i think a lot of people are willing to take you know what also i think is a factor in this is that we don't hear other uh, markets or a lot of national media talking about how it would be okay if the Suns ran it back and how like every there's always some excuse for the success that this team has yeah. had over the last two and a half years it's like oh well you know that year didn't count everyone was hurt all these injuries y'all just lucked your way into this well look at what happened in the playoffs you guys were frauds in the regular mm-hmm. season and as much as we don't want to believe that, I think there is there's something to be said about if you hear it enough, you're going to start questioning things. Mm. Like that, I think that's a natural human response, and we need to learn to maybe block that out a little bit more and just stay within our people and our community. Sometimes NBA imposter syndrome. Yeah, and and I get that. Yeah. I can understand how that could have a huge impact on on our thought process around this team. Yeah, absolutely. That last year was the first, like obviously losing in the finals is disappointing, but going into the season, no one expected them to be there and they were there and it was a great season. Mm -hmm. Then last year they took their playoff licks. They got experience in that regard. A lot of champions have had to go through that experience of playing a team, losing to teams that you should be losing to better teams. They got a little taste of that last year and I think they'll be better for it if they do wind up bringing it back. Obviously, you go for KD if you can, but I do think this team will be better for what they learned last year. The problem with running it back is all these free agents are now gone, and your ability to improve on the margins, improve the bench, that's where you you take a a hurt. This this is where, if Kevin Durant truly wants to be a Phoenix Sun, Mm -hmm. 
he is he has the leverage. And I don't give a shit what people think about the Nets. And then people can say, oh, well, the Nets don't have to do this. They don't have to. Do-. Okay, yeah, but you also don't want a disgruntled star um, playing for you because we've seen that a million times. James Harden did the same thing. DA's on a whole nother level. Don't look at me like that. That's not even it's not even the same ballpark. DA isn't trying to force his way out of Phoenix via trade and, and has four years left on his deal. So it's not the same thing. Okay. Um and so so with KD, he has the leverage into forcing his way out of Brooklyn. And he also has the leverage in terms of what said team is going to give up what. Like KD can literally sit out until the right deal is made for the team that he wants to go to, um, so that way the 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 nest isn't completely empty and uh, he can play with it. So we, we've talked about we've talked about a DA nuclear option. Like KD has the ultimate nuclear option. We're one Shams tweet. He just of, needs to tweet already. Let's let's like, get this over. If, with. if we get one report, KD is not going to show up to training camp. That's it. The Nets have no leverage. They have to make a deal. Like it's over at that point. So we're we're literally one report away from tweet, that. Tweet, 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 tweet. We've seen it, we've tweet, seen it too tweet. many times with too many players. It's a player league, and people can sit there and be like, oh, the players don't have the leverage. What the fuck? Have you been watching the NBA for the last 10 years? Yeah. Yes, they do. They have all the leverage. I'm just sick of all this. Get the DA thing done. You're impatient. And it's not impatient. It's just it's only how day many eight. times. It's only been a week. He has anxiety. How many times oh, we geez. talk about this shit? I, like, My guy I, Eric just came over. through with the OGs, so we're good. Oh, hey <laughs> All right. Well, that's uh, all of that. We're going to move on because it's. I feel like it's making us feel really sad, and I don't like that. <laughs> it's, it's uh, that's still... my job to be mean and make you sad. It's not your. It's not cool if you're sad because of things you have no control over. It's still the Frank thing. <laughs> that's really what it that's is. Really, what it is. Oh. <laughs> I'm on a war path because of Frank. Gotcha. Well, we are here in Vegas uh, for summer league, and we're gonna go watch the Suns play this afternoon or this evening, I guess. Uh, right, Suns in air quotes. <laughs> If you guys, so we had this conversation around the house earlier today on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Who are you going to put your money on to win the championship? Oh, I got the Pistons. You got the Pistons? I love the Pistons right now. Dude, they are a fun team to watch. Okay. I mean, I'm not betting on it, but I would go with probably the Thunder. That would be my pick. Give me the Frankenstein roster of the Phoenix Suns. No picks Hey-o. in two years. Nobody that's actually any future with the team. I mean, they but are older players, too. They might be a little more mature. Sure. This yeah. A little more ready to plug and play. <laughs> this ragtag bunch of G-leaguers and European players, including <laughs> my man, uh, Ish Wainwright. It's it's time to go out there and, uh, and win a ship for this uh for this team i'm taking the kings because the they deserve something no they don't their fan base why do they deserve anything because they live in sacramento thank you they very chose much. to live in sacramento no. people don't choose where they live so <laughs> they moved from kansas city to sacramento on purpose people said that the about us <laughs> so people literally said that about us a yeah. handful of years ago so. they still say we don't deserve anything but we were born in phoenix we didn't leave a better city Whatever, regardless of the situation, <laughs> I want the Kings to have some nice things, and they never get it during the actual NBA season, so at least they can have something nice at Summer League. That's all I'm saying. If you guys want to get in on the action, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app right now. Use promo code PHNX. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code PHNX only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. And by the way, my prediction off to a great start 
the Lakers are favored by six tonight oh. against the Suns. So. Are they? Own one on on the way. Oh, well, so. there you go, Gerald. Do you want to give us kind of a brief rundown overview of some of the main players on this Sun squad? Yeah, um, obviously, no Ife Lundberg. We've been hearing he's going back to Denmark, and it's most likely because the Suns were not going to offer him a contract. So that's kind of a bummer because he was one of the main two guys that a lot of people will know from the roster. Um, then there's Ish Wainwright, who's pretty much the biggest guy for us to watch. Um, Steve Scalzi, who is the summer league coach and he's an assistant coach with the Suns, um, you know, said that Ish wanted to do summer league and get some extra game experience. So I kind of thought that was cool. Um, and he emphasized, you know, his positionlessness, uh, the way he's kind of been a Swiss Army knight for them in, in minicamp. And you see the pictures and he's kind of like taking guys under his wing. He's got like his arm around teammates and like pointing to stuff on the court. Maybe just posing, but like it, it'd be cool to see that side of Ish because he's a guy who had to work his way up from a two-way mm -hmm. to just make the roster. Scalzi said he's there's no one more resilient on the Suns' entire roster than Ish Wainwright. So I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what he's able to do with this team. Um, and then we've got McKinley Wright the fourth. He's a 23-year-old point guard, uh, four-year player from Colorado. Uh, he's the school's all-time leader in assists there. He's a little bit short, but he's got a good wingspan for his size. He played like five games for the Timberwolves, um, but he averaged like 19 and eight for the Iowa Wolves in the G League when he played there. And he's got a lot of family in Phoenix, so he said he's familiar with the area. His teammate Josh Akogi just signed here. So that would be kind of a cool story if he was able to work his way into one of those two-way contracts. Um, and then we've got Vrenz Blyenberg. Uh, Blyenberg. Blyenberg, excuse Blyenberg. me. Blyenberg. And he is a 21-year-old Belgian. He's six foot ten with a seven foot two wingspan, and he's kind of like a very tall point guard. Um, so keep an eye on his shooting and his playmaking because those are going to be the skills that, if he can translate those, maybe he's a two-way guy as well. He's the one that referred to himself as like a point forward, correct? Yes. Which, I mean, I'm I'm interested to see to see him play this weekend. This this is Plan B. The the Kevin Durant. Uh, Stop oh. it, right? Stop it. Oh, no. Right? No. I'm actually excited to see him play, though. I, he's one of those guys that I think a summer league like this could have a very big impact on the trajectory of his career mm -hmm. if he can impress the right people, even if it's not the sun. So I, those are the fun stories in summer league where you see a guy like that potentially emerge and, and find himself on a roster. McKinley Wright uh, has, has got the DNA to, to play in the NBA. He's Everywhere he's gone, people love him. Like he's just he's a grinder. He's uh, he's a very intelligent basketball player um, and he's he's the definition of a point guard. So uh, I'm kind of interested to see how well he can perform. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Aaron Holiday. Um, but, you know, he's in the summer league system. So apparently he's going to grasp the concepts of this complex offense way more than Aaron Holiday. He'll likely get minutes. That, that's a, that's <laughs> yeah. a benefit. Right? Still don't understand. Too this. soon. Oh, Still, Still too soon. All this. <laughs> Anybody else? Uh, Lewis King, he's 23 years old, six foot seven forward, and he was the Summer League Championship Game MVP last year. I think he had 21 points and five steals or something like that. Somebody in the chat asked, do they get rings this year if they win the Summer League? <laughs> I don't know. No, you get, you get a t-shirt. I think you get a, a championship. Because if they got a ring, I want that. No, they get a... They, of course you do. They get a trophy and they <laughs> get a shirt. It's probably got like palm trees and shit on it. I think they get a shirt that said I did it in Vegas or something. <laughs> oh, no. It, you know, something like that. That's what you get for winning the summer league. Yeah. Oh, I have to cough. This is going to be terrible. Keep talking, Gerald. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I've got. This team has a lot of international experience. 
Um, I think before they cut down the roster to the final 15 or whatever players it is, they had 15 different countries worth of uh, playing experience. So that's kind of cool. We've got a bunch of different dudes from all different uh, levels of basketball. So I am interested to see how Scalzi is able to put that into a coherent product, hopefully. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. So I think the first game is tonight at 7, correct? Yep. 7.30, yeah. I believe. We'll 7.30? 7. 7.00. It's 7. ESPN 2. I know it's on ESPN. 10 p.m. Eastern, which is 7. Oh, <laughs> boy. Hope I, y'all are excited. I will just be happy if there's no earthquake because the last time I was here, yeah, I came was, for yeah. one Suns game. <laughs> that was crazy. There was an earthquake, and I saw no Suns basketball. So I will say, though, like that was kind of as scary as it was afterwards. It was like, okay, that was kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> At least Except- I could say I was I experienced an earthquake. Yeah, I, I guess. Don't know, it's kind of cool. You have weird dreams. <laughs> <laughs> My life is fulfilled. I don't know that I would say it was a dream. It's I mean, just one of those things goals that, like, or aspirations, whatever you want to call it. I don't know that I wanted to experience <laughs> it, but now that I have, and I'm not. I've always and wanted I'm still to jump alive, in a volcano. <laughs> you know, just saying. Um, if you guys are traveling out here for Ve- out here to Vegas for some summer league action, or really just doing anything this summer, we want to make sure you guys stay safe and healthy. COVID-19 vaccines are free for everyone five and older. Those 12 and older are also now eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location near you. You guys ready to go watch some basketball? Absolutely. Sure. Don't we have one more thing to show that really encapsulates the spirit of Vegas and why mm. you come out here for Summer League? What do you, what, what's you got up your what sleeve here, Espo? You guys have seen this. Let's, let's roll the tape. It's Devin Booker in a bathtub <laughs> in the middle of a club for some reason out here in Vegas. The, o- the only thing missing is, like, there's not $100 bills in the tub with him. I don't know. I really, I saw that this morning, and I have absolutely no clue what's going on in there. Which just means I have never been cool in my life yeah. and been in a club and like that. So. I mean... It's booking a tub in a club. What's not to like? <laughs> booking a tub in a club. <laughs> this is what I was saying, though, the other day. Um, whatever show we did, like, was it Wednesday? Mm. Uh, right? What's today? Friday? Yes. <laughs> today is Friday, Wednesday. Lynn. Yes. <laughs> and you were asking the best thing about Vegas or the worst thing about Vegas. And I was saying, you know, you could kind of just do weird whatever mm-hmm. things. That's what I'm saying. Like, yep. Why not be in a tub in a club if you're Devin Booker? When you sign a Supermax, I'm pretty sure you can do whatever the hell you want. <laughs> exactly. Like, I totally get this. If I was at a club and there was just a random, like, clawfoot bathtub in the middle, I'm absolutely going to sit in it. All right. Are you? Yes. I feel gonna, like you would. We're going to go buy yes. a tub and bring it to a club, and I'm going to sit in it tonight. That's Let's a dub. Let's go. <laughs> it's oh, a dub, God. baby. That's a dub. Is that four now? Are we at four? <laughs> Yeah. How's that? That's not a dad joke. That one was me. That was Gerald. That was me. Okay. That was Gerald. <laughs> who's, All right. who's the number one person you want to meet at Summer League? Michael Jordan still. Dude, if I meet Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan, I will cry. <laughs> I will be that dumbass fool. And he will look at me like, dude, why is this dude crying? Crying in like, the club, in the tub. This is like my hero growing <laughs> up. Like, oh, my God. Uh, You're going to be disappointed, I feel like, because you know how they say, like, don't meet your heroes. And we all already know Michael Jordan's an asshole. You're going to be disappointed. I know. But I might even say, well, fuck you too, MJ. But I, it'll be that. that. Oh, I would. No. I would. He if he was a dick, I would. He he does have that famous quote, fuck themselves. So, you know, like. <laughs> that sounds weird. <laughs> that yes. sounds really I, weird. I think for me, uh, Bill Simmons. And I know it sounds dumb, but like okay. uh, 
he was a guy that in my younger years I looked at and went, oh, I can be me and still do this, right? Mm. Because I was never going to fit in the big J journalism box. You know, it just wasn't going to be uh, who I was. And that gave me like, wow, I can do that. Wow, I can start a podcast. Well, I can, and I'd love to just sit down and pick his brain for five minutes. So I know it's, I know that's a low bar for summer league because there's basketball <laughs> royalty, but that one would mean something. To me. I would actually, I low key, I would love to run into Devin Booker. Yeah, <laughs> I would just love to run into Devin. I've only met him like twice, like in person outside of a scrum, mm-hmm. um, and both times he was mad cool. Um, I would love to meet him at Summer League and see what Vegas Booker is all about because apparently it's off the hook. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that I have anybody off the top of my head that I'm like, I really want. I'm surprised you didn't say, oh, I would would love to to meet myself. (laughs) Listen, just let the record show. I did not say that. I did not even imply that. We can see it in her eyes. Y'all are just brats. <laughs> she did bring. She did bring her two Emmys, which I thought was. I, weird. I, that was very weird. I was like, why oh, is she? Why is she walking with them out in front as she walked through the door? I, she, I don't she understand. Has a who giant does that? Gold chain for me. She does. Tonight, it was so. the oddest thing. Uh, see, this is why I did you guys. <laughs> <laughs> she was here for like an hour and was like, "Bye." Yeah. <laughs> okay. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. Thanks, you guys, for tuning in. We appreciate you. We'll be back with a show tomorrow. We haven't quite figured out what time yet, but you can turn on notifications on our YouTube channel. You can turn on notifications on our Twitter account. And um, that way you make sure you're going to get the action tomorrow when it's live. We have so much content that's planned as well. If you haven't followed uh, the folks over at DMVR, we have some kind of behind the scenes cool stuff that we've been doing. We're going to be playing a lot of Olympics uh, as we say, some mm-hmm. three-on-three, some some three-point contests and what have you, uh, stuff in the pool, I'm sure, and it's going to be a blast. So follow all our, our Twitter, uh, our, our PHNX Suns Twitter account for all the content, Instagram, the whole nine yards. So mm-hmm. It'll be a lot of fun. Until then, you can follow me on Twitter at LindsaySmithAZ. You can follow Espo at Espo. You can follow Saul at Saul underscore Bookman. And you can follow Gerald at Gerald Borgay. Espo, take us home. You can find us in the tub. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Remember, <laughs> the dad jokes are free, but Gerald Ar- Gerald's articles aren't. So go sign up at GoPHNX and support Hey, yo.